Grab your fork and grab your knife Morning, afternoon and night Mama's recipe and mine We're about to have a good time Hey sis, eat this Hey sis, eat this Woohoo! Hey, sis. Hey, sis. I love that we get to do this together in person. You do? Because I'm not so sure. I do. Because (laughs) since you've been here, I have been, I feel like (laughs) I'm 100 years old. I'm so freaking tired. It's like been nonstop. Because whenever you're here, I know I'm six years older than you. And I feel like I'm like 35 years older than you because you have energy like nobody I've ever seen. And you're wearing me out. You're wearing me out. As I always say, we got to get it done. I know. I know we need to get it done, but we got to figure out a pace that's can, that my old body can keep up with because now I'm scared that we leave for Dallas tomorrow and it's just going to be <laughs> another five days of mayhem. So oh, I'm scared. I have very ambitious goals, I think, when we're together because we got to cram it in. I do too, but it's just hard. I'm tired. I think that... The L.A. trip this time was we barely recovered from Taylor Swift. Well, that was the problem because we didn't get home till two in the morning and that just set us off for the rest of the week. Yeah. And even though we didn't have a ton of recordings, my goal was that we needed to cook our asses off. And we did. And get content. Yeah. And because of said cook off, what were they calling it? What were our friends calling it? The... Ashley test kitchen. Yeah. We had an Ashley test kitchen for three days straight of just nonstop red meat. Yeah. Beef. And some of y'all do not know this about me. I have a blood disease called hemochromatosis and my body produces too much iron. It's just not good for her. And so I'm thinking that my doctor might send me to go do bloodletting next week to let all this. Oh, good. Then I'll get a break. (laughs) I hope it takes eight hours. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, okay. So we did cook a ton, which is kind of fun because we were able to at least, you know, have some friends over and entertain a little bit, you know, kill two birds with one stone, but it was really embarrassing when our friends, the Ryans came over and we made the gray meat. Yes, we were inspired by this recipe that we used to make when we were living together on 8th and Allendale. And it was this delicious flank steak that you put a horseradish sauce over and you broil it and it makes it a little crust. Kind of crusty yeah. and so good. And I found this recipe, which was not at all like, I don't know why I was thinking it was going to be yeah. good or similar. Wasn't at all. You like marinated the meat in, in a soupy white mess of yes. mayonnaise and sour cream and Worcestershire and horseradish. and horseradish. And it was, it looked like diarrhea on top of diarrhea. <laughs> I think you really <laughs> nailed it. It looked kind of like when Vivi and Reagan were little and they would like spit up their bottle. Yes. It looked like baby spit up on yes, top of beef. On top of beef. Oh, it was so, I mean, the flavor wasn't as bad. I, mean, I think our friends were very kind. They're like, oh, it's really good. I'm like, it really is not Actually, I didn't think the flavor was bad. I thought it was, it was okay, good, but, but it just, God, it just ugh. appetizing wise, you eat with your eyes and whew. yeah, it did not fulfill that sense of the sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that, that was kitchen conundrum number one. Mm-hmm. You really like got intimate with the Instant Pot this, intimate with the Instant Pot this week. You know, I love to get intimate with that Instant Pot. You did a good job. It was really good. So um, Eve number two night, 
we did burrito tacos. Never made them before. Mm-hmm. Had them. Delicious. We made it with chunks of stew meat, which was a... a chuck roast. We'll put that on the website. But I think the standout ingredient was the cinnamon that was added, like a whole cinnamon stick. And yeah. so it just gave it this warmth. Mm-hmm. And then you take a... Put all those adobes in there too. Mm-hmm. And a can of Rotel. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But, but delish. Mm-hmm. You dip the tortilla into the sauce, put it in a pan, add some cheese. I think we did Monterey Jack. And then you put the burrito taco meat on it. Like it gets melty and you flip it over and you try to get it crispy, but ours weren't really getting crispy. So kitchen conundrum number two. But it still tasted really good. I did notice that once we took them off the pan and they were just kind of resting, they did kind of start to crisp up. Yeah. It didn't matter. It was it was not soggy, Mm-mm. you know? No, we got an amazing from Jason. Mm-hmm. It was delish. And then we move on to beef night number three. Same chuck roast meat. So we went from Mexico to Poland. Yes. And we invited over the Braz sisters from episode 10 mm-hmm. to have them teach us how to make their Mama St. Lori's beef kluski. It was so delicious. It was. Again, yeah. the Instapot and I had a sesh. Mm-hmm. I made an insane roast beef. Yeah, it was really good. I could make that roast beef again for many different things. But then they made Kaluskis with Reagan and Vivi, my daughters, and they... Well, I'm going to interject because Rachel, one of the sisters, she just starts to go in there and, you know, I have the recipe out, but she's like, oh, I know how to do this. And she, mm. it's just very basic, water, flour, and egg. Well, and it sounds basic, but yes. clearly. And she goes and whips it up. And then Reagan and I were working together and I followed the recipe. Well, they go over with Rachel's batch first and they start, how would you describe it? You were kind of manning the pot. There's a pot of boiling water and you take a spoonful of the batter that you make with the flour and the eggs and you drop it into the boiling water. And it's supposed to slide off the spoon and sink down to the bottom and then come back up as a noodle sort Mm -hmm. of thing. And it wasn't really sliding off the spoon. Mm -mm. It was just kind of falling apart in the water. It was a disaster. We had to call Mama St. Lori, their mom. We had to FaceTime. We had to FaceTime her so that she could see what was going on. And she asked Rachel if she followed these the steps because you can't just add the flour and the eggs and everything together in one thing. You have to first add the eggs and the water, whip that, then add salt. Then, I mean, there's like these steps that you have to take, even though it's four ingredients. Right. And Rachel didn't follow the rules. So you guys got it right. And then once we brought your batch over, we were golden and they were so cool. And then you get these, you know, they're not attractive noodles. Mm -mm. They're Mm kind of like just dough balls, basically. And It's like kind of a mixture between a dumpling and a flat, tiny... Yeah, flat pierogi and a dumpling mm-hmm. in the size of a piece of penne. Penne pasta, yeah. yeah. Well, some are bigger than others. Yeah. But, and then you throw them in a pot and then you add a quarter cup of butter yeah. and salt and pepper and you mix that mm-hmm. together and you serve it alongside the roast beef with the au jus. Oh my God, it's so good. It was really, really good. And the girls said that it was delicious and it was similar to Mama St. Lori's. So I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I think that we have some new recipes that I'm excited to share with our listeners and our people that like to go to our site and get yeah, recipes. Me too. And and we've got a lot of uh, recordings, video of of the various disasters and successes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Again, that's what's wearing me out, all this videos and social media. I'm too old for this. I know. Well, next up, you're coming home with me. The big D. I'm going to go hide at mom's house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there won't be as much cooking, but there will be a lot of interviewing. A lot of interviews. I can deal. That's my wheelhouse. It's just the the cooking is really exhausting. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. But... The interviewing will be great. I'm excited. We've got a lot of great people that are friends, new friends, you know, people with successful businesses like Susie Cakes mm-hmm. and Tiff's Treats. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a sweet adventure. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Speaking of sweet and and yummy, let's introduce our guest today. Yes, let's do. So this one's great. We had the honor of welcoming a very inspiring woman, Simone Moran. She's the creator and CEO behind Plant Beverage. Such a cool company. You want to tell them? Yeah, I'll tell you. So Plant Beverage is just this amazing line of spirits, vodka and seltzers that, that she created. It's an incredible story. She was very generous to share with us her how a life-altering event involving a pressure cooker mm-hmm. led her on this journey into a career in plant medicine, mm-hmm. essentially. And then that led her to creating this plant-based spirit company, Plant Botanicals. It's a fun episode. At least it was for us personally, because we got to start drinking her plant vodka. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, we were doing a vodka taste testing at about 9.30 a.m. Well, you had to taste the product if we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we had to do it for the podcast. I mean, that's going to be my excuse for everything. <laughs> Even though it was 10 a.m., it was still delicious. We didn't drink that much. We had like a sip. But um, she, as she says it herself, that this alcohol is made with only the good shit. Mm-hmm. It's like non-GMO, gluten-free, no sugar added. With plant botanicals, she says you don't get hungover. Yeah. And she goes in to explain some of those elements that are involved. So let's get to just the good shit, Court. Ooh, I can't wait. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. I think today we should rename our podcast from Hey Sis Eat This to Hey Sis Drink This. Yeah, we're kind of hitting the sauce a little early this morning. It's a special occasion. Well, at least that's what we're going to tell ourselves. (laughs) I mean, it's work-related. We're doing it for the podcast. (laughs) Well, we're kicking off this episode with the legendary Hasis Bloody Mary that we created, Whitney and I created years ago, but we are using this amazing, delicious plant-based vodka called Plant Botanical, created by this badass woman, Simone Moran, and Simone's with us today. Welcome to Hasis Eat This, Simone. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for having me, Courtney Whitney. This is going to be fun. I can taste it in my Bloody yeah. Mary already. <laughs> <laughs> Simone got here and we had the Bloody Mary stuff out. She's like, oh, okay, it's 9.30. And we're like, well, you know, it's for the podcast. So yeah. here we are. Works it's an excuse. Duty calls. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for bringing us vodka and seltzers, which we're going to have to try later. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, we want to give our listeners a little bit of a background on Simone. She created Plant Botanical. It's the leading certified female-founded sustainable beverage company. 
Simone has created a line of beverages with benefits in which each product is infused with aptogens and traditional botanicals, including goji berries, dandelion root, angelica, and ginseng. I love Angelica. I don't know what it is, but that's my daughter's middle name. Oh, beautiful. I know. I love that name too. Yeah. It's a, so Angelica root is actually really good for women. Okay. I try not to say that too much because I don't want to turn off men. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's okay. But as an herbalist and acupuncturist of 20 years, yeah. I use it a lot for women. Um, it's a tonic. It helps digestion. Oh. It helps uh, blood flow. Mm. So with seltzers, you get really bloated easily. Right. So I put it in to kind of fight that bloat. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so yeah. interesting. Well, I have to say that I knew we would be besties when I went to Simone's website. Mm -hmm. Because you go in there and there's the obligatory, are you 21? Mm -hmm. And it says, are you old enough for this good shit? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, I am. <laughs> so I just love the humor and the honesty that right. you get right from the get-go with the brand. Like, it's so awesome. It just really tells you, okay, here's what we're all about. We're about the fun, but we're also about the good shit. We did a clean tasting of the vodka before we put it in our Bloody Marys and it's so smooth and it smells good yeah. and it's just, it's a really beautiful grass-based vodka. So Simone, um, we want to get into the beginning of your journey into this company and we know um, it says on your website that at 27 you were in a very catastrophic accident um, involving a pressure cooker. Uh, will you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, yeah. I, you know, I feel like as you know, as human beings, we are faced with a lot of uh, different times in our life. And at that moment, I was 27. I thought I was on top of the world. I had my first job, right. that I was actually making good money. And I was like, <laughs> I could go shopping. I was just yeah. so excited. And um, I was at my boyfriend's house and I was cooking in a pressure cooker. Yeah. And I don't know, did your moms used to use pressure cookers ever? So you're, I don't think they she didn't, really did, but, but we, we used do. it a lot. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. But that's like, so back in the day, there were those old, old school yes. pressure yes. cookers. Danger zone. <laughs> yeah. So I was uh, cooking soup because my uh, boyfriend at the time was sick. And it and I when I opened it up, it was supposed to, all the steam was right. supposed to have been released. Released. released, yeah. But it wasn't. And so when I opened it, it exploded. Oh my God. And we were in the West Village in New York City. And the doorman said he thought, he heard a bomb go off. Oh my God. Oh my God. So it was a radical change in my life. I, w I had to go to the, the emergency room and I was in ICU for a month. Oh my God. Um, and you know, I couldn't work. I couldn't, you know, you're just an ICU. And then for a year I had to wear burn garments. Yeah. And so the doctors were giving me opioids for a year. And this was, you know, before the Pre opioid crisis, crisis yeah. had started. So they weren't really talking about addiction, but I found myself addicted to opioids and not getting it off the street or anything, but right. I was just, I, my pain was not going away. Mm -hmm. And the opioids don't let you build up your own painkillers and oh, pain receptors. Yeah. And so you become addicted to them sure. because then you're sensitive and you hurt and you just mm -hmm. don't ever really heal. Yeah. Awful. And so I knew I had to change that. And I, you know, just being, I never even took Advil. I was right. a very natural person. Right. I was a vegetarian at 12 years old. Mm -hmm. um, I was just super, always super into natural alternatives always. Mm -hmm. So it was a shock. Even in the hospital, I was like, I, you know, they were like, you have to eat 120 grams of protein. 
Wow. And I'm a vegetarian. I'm like, yeah. okay, how much tofu do you have? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, give me some peanut butter. Yeah, none. They had no oh, none wow. of that. So I had yeah. to go, I had to eat meat. Yep. Yeah. You know, my whole face was burnt. Yeah. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I decided to go into alternative medicine mm-hmm. because I had tried alternative medicine wow. and they helped me not only mentally mm-hmm. with just helping my trauma, but actually physically helping my pain. Right. So I thought, you know, this, I feel like this isn't explored enough in the general public. And I would love to be one of those people that introduces it to other people because it helped me so much. Was there a moment after the incident when you were taking all these opioids that you kind of hit rock bottom or was there a moment that you were like, okay, this needs to change. There's got to be another way. There was a moment because I was on anti-anxiety medicine as well, mm-hmm. and they wanted to put me on sleeping medicine. Yeah. It was so we were living next to the World Trade Center during nine eleven. Oh wow. my gosh! And so it was a very hard year. <sighs> yeah, it was a very hard year. Yeah. And there was a moment where I got out of bed and tried to jump out the window. Yeah, and that was my rock bottom moment. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I went straight to my cabinet and took all of the medicine and threw it down the chute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I that takes some I, strength. I was about to say. Well, I'd never been in that position yes. where, you know, and it wasn't like I was writing in my diary, oh, yeah. I don't want to live. Right. Oh, right. You know, I'm not feeling good. It, and I, have, I was in therapy mm-hmm. and I was on all these drugs. And I just, I said, you know what? This isn't working. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so right. I just had There's to find There's got to be another way. I just had to find another way for myself, you know? Well, uh, that's amazing that you were able to really pull yourself out of that and have that realization that this is not going to work for me and had an alternative way to do it. Well, it led to a line of work that helps other people too, which is so incredible. Yeah, it it is incredible because I was able to be compassionate with other people's issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I had, I was pre-med, I was a biomedical engineering major, always wanting to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I needed to kind of explore art a little bit because I'd been working at cancer hospitals and had seen a lot of death. Sure. Mm -hmm. So being in my teens, I just needed to like have a little bit more art. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to go back to medicine. So this was my way of giving back and you know, there's no way of feeling that much compassion for someone with pain and anxiety, you know, as much as actually having experienced it yourself. Yeah. Right? You say on your website that it's a, uh, you, you went traveling the world, right? And you found a, that some of this local booze that people were drinking, didn't, you didn't get a hangover and it was just cleaner. And um, where, where was that? Where did you discover, where were you inspired to create this line of spirits? So I was in this little place in Asia that was making alcohol with herbs. Okay. And I was just there for the herbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked that they were putting it together. Mm-hmm. And that was How their- were they putting it together? So half of the factory was uh, producing herbal remedies and the other half, because in Asia they use a ton of herbal remedies. Right. And the other half was alcohol. Okay. And so they just had these labs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the parting gift was this alcohol, uh, this botanical infused alcohol. Wow. And I was like, ooh, this is yummy. Yeah. I'm like, what's in it? And they started telling me like goji berries and- Good stuff. And, and I was like- oh Just the God. good shit. Just the good <laughs> shit. I was like shocked. And I'm like, why do you do this? Yeah. You know? And they said, oh, you know, because there's so many people who get hung over and we see a lot of workers drink a lot and then they can't work the next oh, day. Oh, how about that? I mean, that's- yeah, I mean, that's, you know, oh, when know. you're in certain countries, uh-huh. the government runs certain right. things like products, like, 
you know? And so they're like, this is what you can drink. Here you go. You right. can drink, but we want you to come to work tomorrow. What's the name? It happens to taste good. So that, you know, that's good. Yeah. And I remember like texting the guy. I'm like, what's right. the, what's the recipe? Right. And he gave it oh me. And my I was like, God. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. got the recipe. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want this for my friends. I want this yeah. for me. I was drinking. I was, I was, I had young children. I was stressed. The I next day, drink yep. at night while I cooked. But a lot of times I couldn't because the next day I would get a hangover. That's why I basically created the brand. And, you know, growing up in California, just seeing the terrible um, skies and the environmental mm-hmm. issues, I wanted to make something that was sustainable. Right. So using the most sustainable crop made a lot of sense. It was healthier for people, healthier for the environment, and no one was doing it. So was it kind of just like this journey where you just, so you you stumbled upon these great, um, this this alcohol and these botanicals. This and Asian then, hooch. Yeah, the Asian hooch. <laughs> and then you started to, wow, okay. Then how did you find the grass? And then all of this, it was just probably just snowballed, right? Of all this information. Yeah, it was just step by step. I, my girlfriend in Denver had a friend with a distillery. Okay. They, he had a friend with sorghum that was growing sorghum grass. I mean, it's just networking. So you had mentioned we were speaking downstairs. Um, I want to hear more about how this is sustainable. And you were speaking of, you know, the watering and then the cows and that they pr- produce mil- more milk. Tell us a little bit about that. I think it's really fascinating. Yeah, I, I think that, um, so sorghum grass is something that Asia and Africa uses a lot because they don't have a lot of water mm-hmm. to use for growing plants. Mm-hmm. They need it for obviously human consumption. And so it's actually drought resistant. So more clean water can be used for other things besides growing corn or potatoes. You know, if you're using, obviously we want that that too, but mm-hmm. that's why it's so, one of the reasons why it's so sustainable, it's drought resistant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Isn't it great? Yeah, <laughs> especially this day and age. So the cooking incident with the pressure cooker was obviously very difficult and life-changing. Did it deter you at all from continuing to cook? It did. Yeah. It did. I had a hard time going back into the kitchen. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> it was hard. Um, I didn't cook for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, and living in New York City, I never really cooked that much anyway, to be honest with you. You don't need to. Right. It's <laughs> hard. It's so so good. many good restaurants. Yeah. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but I did end up like writing a memoir. Like it took mm-hmm. a lot to get therapeutically over sure. some issues. Um, but now I'm a huge cook. Oh, we love that. That's great. You found your way back to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I love natural foods mm-hmm. and I love, you know, I love everything from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So if you're all constantly buying processed foods, you're not yeah. going to get that. Are you still a vegetarian? No, after that incident, uh-huh. I had to eat so much meat right. that I kind of just went back to eating meat again and I can't stop. You said grass fed. I know. You're talking to two girls from Texas, so you can't take the red meat out of the Texas girl. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's what, like we were bonding earlier Yeah, from, we both have California and Texan roots Yeah, Yeah. and going to high school in Houston. Oh yeah. Like every, every, every Sunday night, my dad made a ribeye steak. Oh, yum. And, um, so who taught you how to cook? Did your parents have a big impact on your so my mom was a nurse and okay. she ended up having restaurants 
Oh, wow. how interesting. Yeah, because my dad, I mean, this is a longer story than you want no, to get we into. Wanna, but we, if it, you know, we love this because we love cooking and food and anything having family. to do with food. Yeah, okay. So so my dad became an entrepreneur. He was an engineer. He, be, he started satellite radio. And oh. then my mom, he took all of our money and used it for the for the business. And so my mom as a nurse wasn't making enough money. Right. And so she had to start restaurants. What kind, of, kind of restaurants? <laughs> everything. Jinx. Steak, Chinese, Mexican. So she would start a restaurant, um, blow it up and then sell it. Really? Oh. That's so fascinating. And by the way, she hates to cook. I was going to say, so she's a, more of a business person. She was a healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. She only worked at pediatrics, but she had a business mind kind of forced into it. Huh. Um, just to support the family and yeah. pay for our colleges. I went to USC, yeah. NYU, yeah. Wow. cheap. So, but she was successful, you know, but yeah. she hates cooking. Wow. It's so funny. So I did not learn to cook from her. I learned to cook from my sister. My sister loves to cook. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, she's the biggest foodie. Well, what are some of the standout dishes that you like to make? Um, they're probably more vegetarian. That's okay. <laughs> like I love, love cauliflower soup. Mm-hmm. I love, um, you know, I do make an amazing chili. My family, lo- it's got a ton of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love like that. Everything I make, I use a ton of vegetables. Okay. So if I make a chicken burger, I use celery and carrots and mm. puree them. Um, mm, some zucchini. Idea. I'll make zucchini pancakes. Mm. Yes. Um, I, this morning for breakfast, I made a kale bowl for my son so saute. your son will eat a kale bowl if I could oh I mean that's that <laughs> is impressive right there so, that's more impressive than owning your own alcohol company that you can get your child to eat a kale bowl <laughs> I, I was known as that mom yeah. who had the 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 you know Ooh, do we want to go to Simone's house? <laughs> because we're going to have to eat. Vegetables. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were telling me recently that I would send them uh, to school with spinach tortilla quesadillas and they would be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different color. Because they were like, ooh, why is your quesadilla green? So what's in a kale bowl for a teenage boy? So I saw, and they were, they've been eating this since they were kids. So I saute mm-hmm. kale and olive oil. Then I saute some sausages and then I put an, and then I mm-hmm. fry an egg. And then I use the egg is like over easy mm-hmm. medium or, or, you know, and then I put it all in a bowl and then I add chia seeds, mm-hmm. Parmesan cheese, and I use some green dragon from Trader Joe's, that Ooh, yummy yeah. spice. And then I cut it all up and it's, wow, it's that amazing. sounds delicious. Wait, and there's no rice yeah. in there. No, 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 no just all nope, kale. It's just kale, egg, sausage, chia, major protein. I make that like a couple times a week for him. I feel like when we were growing up, getting out the door was just a feat in itself. And our mom was not the breakfast person whatsoever. Oh, so it was like, nor am I. do you want that warmed up croissant from Sam's Club? Or do you want a piece of ice cream cake from your birthday? <laughs> Intamins. How about some Intamins? Yes. We love some Intamins. I know. <laughs> you see me, I send out the kids with paper plates in the morning with their toast on it. Because yeah. I'm, you know, I'm obviously, you know, we cook all the time, but I, I think I put so much energy into dinner that mm-hmm. in the morning, yeah, I'm just not, and my kids really aren't big breakfast people either. So that would, I don't have growing boys that are athletes that right. need, you know, kale and I mean, they do need kale, but let's be <laughs> no, um, I'm a cooking freak. You, you yeah. guys actually don't know that this part of me. Yeah. Like I used to have a blog for cooking. I, oh. I used to make miso soup in the morning. Ooh. Oh my gosh. You know, freshly made. I'd 
So I, I've always cooked from scratch yes. for my children. I breastfed for three years. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I made all their food. So I've been into... Well, we always love to gather recipes from our guests. Yes. So maybe you would share either... I mean, that chicken burger sounds incredible, or maybe even your your chili with all the vegetables. We'd love to share some of your recipes on our site. Sure, okay. yeah. I put... I put um, what's really good is uh, a certain type of syrup that has iron in it. Mm. And I, I want to come s- to your house and go through your pantry and just take <laughs> notes. I put some liver powder too oh. because liver is really good for nutrition. And, okay. um, and so I, you know, because I'm like a health freak, yes. I add all these weird things. All right. But those weird things add up to health. Yeah. You know? They add up to health. I, yeah. You know, being that I'm <clears throat> getting close to, you know, the big birthday, I have started to take supplements. So we can, we can talk later about that because yes. I want to know what, I, I want to know how to keep keep this body going, you know. <laughs> and speaking of recipes, you have some incredible cocktail recipes for your line of beverages. So um, we want to know, well, maybe we should try yeah. the seltzer. Okay, because we haven't yeah. tried these seltzers yet, okay, which perfect. are beautiful. So I'm going to try the blood orange lime because that looks- Try the strawberry mint. I'm going to switch from my morning Bloody Mary to a, um, you <laughs> oh, know what would shit. go really well Sorry, with us right now? Bubbly. Yeah, the seltzer. <laughs> we need a boat in an inner tube. That's what we need right now oh with gosh. these seltzers. Oh, we need I to get lo- out on the lake. We need to go to Hebron um, yeah. Falls. Yes. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. That's what we did for my bachelorette party. Oh, I yeah. love it. We were, I love it. After we went through the big like shoot, you know, where everybody flies out and people were losing sunglasses and all this stuff and we floated for like two and a half hours. We were like, we want to do it again and our friends are like, we're good. <laughs> this Cheers. is so good. This oh, wait, tubing is so fun. So yeah, so I use fresh fruit and puree. We made the Ooh, all the flavors in our that kitchen. That is like so um, strawberry ish. Like you can really so we use strawberry taste puree, the strawberry. and we try all of our ingredients before we use them. But it's like Sprite, Ooh. so it's super light and refreshing. Really it is. What's your best seller? Well, I will say tar- Whole Foods loves the passion fruit pear. Yeah, passion fruit pear. Passion fruit pear. Yes, that's my favorite. Okay, so it depends on. Which retailer? Mm-hmm. Because um, you mm. know, I think I think Just before I even taste it, the yeah. smell so good. Yeah. So I think Whole Foods has a bit more of a crafty really audience. Oh, that's really good. Um, I think it tastes like Sauvignon Blanc, the passion fruit pear, a little oh, bit, right? Yeah, it does have like a so. Yeah, I love the passion fruit pear. Mm. I think at Target and Walmart, they get a little turned off by the pear. But it has it a real like depth a, of flavor oh, like to that. it. Yeah. Oh, the pear looks yeah. like a vagina. Is or that balls. what you're saying? <laughs> or balls. <laughs> totally. Yes. Uh, and the strawberries kind yeah. of look like vaginas. You are a powerful yes. woman. Here you roar and put it all over those cans. You know, no pun I, intended. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> oh my god. This yeah. isn't because of the Bloody Marys either. We're always like this. Yeah. Oh yeah, so there's mm-hmm. real fruit, which is really mm-hmm. important. And mm-hmm. some brands, I will say, they say real fruit, but when you pour it into a can, there's no color. Oh. So then I wonder, where's the fruit? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Are they extracting it, or, or yeah. so we don't cook our fruit either. Mm. We don't use like highly concentrated or cooked fruit okay. juice. Okay, we use fresh. Oh, and then we so use that, a natural yeah. preservative. So maybe it's better that's for why. you anyway. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's fresher. Everything to us is about being very fresh. Mm-hmm. So that's why we grow the grass on the distillery. That's why we moved it from Napa to Kansas because they grow the grass right there. It's cut right. and we distill it. It really is yeah. farm, farm to bottle. To bottle. Yeah, it really is farm to bottle. Yeah. God, I'm obsessed with this. So pear. I'm also going to do what 
my husband Lance and I like to do at home when we do have seltzers and we call it a, a dirty whatever the name is. So I'm going to do a dirty plant botanical where we add a shot of vodka or tequila. Okay. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yeah. No, this is low. This is like good day drinking, but for nighttime, you could. What I love is a strawberry mint with champagne. Ooh, with that's a yeah. beautiful idea. Because Bellinis and mimosas yeah. have too much sugar for me, mm-hmm. and I'll yeah. immediately get a headache. So this is only. This only has. Uh, these are all keto, so yeah. low carb, low sugar. Champagne already has sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So if you add this with a strawberry mint with champagne, it's a strawberry champagne. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's less sugar, less headache. You know, it'll yeah. should cause you less headaches. I get headaches with sugar quickly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I love that. You guys should try oh, I it. I love that idea. I'm going to. I also was thinking, like, you could mix a little apérol. I make a great Cointreau martini, so just Ooh. yeah, it's really good. If you just add the vodka with Cointreau as a martini, it's Ooh. fresh. It tastes a little bit different than a dirty martini. Yeah, like I think I drank too many dirty martinis. I needed a change. Well, you have to. So speaking of dirty martinis, we have our infamous dirty cis martini. So Whitney and I uh, see if you can look. Our logo has the olive there. Yeah. So we have a our a our martini. signature is um, vodka shaken really hard, painfully, painfully cold. cold. As Whitney yeah. says that she likes it to burn her esophagus, or to freeze my esophagus. freeze your esophagus, not burn your esophagus, freeze your esophagus. And we use blue cheese olives blue with cheese a olives. bit of a dirt in there, but we like to get dirt on the side because then they give you more vodka. There's more room for vodka in there and then you can add the dirt yourself. So That's so smart. It's uh, it's the dirty sis. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yes. if you want to go into business, if you want to, if you want to start selling the dirty sis, you can, the botanical dirty sis. I'm yes. Put that on my on my yeah. Instagram. You should. I will. We'll, we'll, I love we'll, it. Yeah, and no vermouth. We're not vermouth people. I so. always say dry. I'm like yeah. extra dry. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I was talking to a bartender the other day, and he said, because I had said no vermouth. He said, "Where are you going that they're putting vermouth in a dirty martini?" Mm-hmm. I said, oh, "Well, really? sometimes it happens." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, you're going to the wrong place." Mm. <laughs> okay, so we know what we're doing then. Yeah. Well, I want, when I was in Ireland, I asked for my dirty martini and they gave me black olives. I mean, that was the weirdest oh experience I've that ever happened. had with ordering a martini. Well, one time, Lance, I asked him to go make me a dirty martini and he brings it to me and I was like, what is going on with this? He's like, well, we ran out of green ones. So I used Kalamata. Oh God, that's maybe worse than black. Oh, gross. <laughs> it was very gross. I couldn't do it. Um, well, I definitely want to try the Cointreau martini. That sounds yeah. delicious. Just something different. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yes. the orange yes. has a nice flavor. It's really simple. We want to party with you, Simone, because yes. we clearly have a, we, we'd like to drink the same things. And yeah. that leads us to our next question, actually. It sure does. So you say on your adorable little video on your website that you're a bit of a party girl back in the day. <laughs> We We're party girls too. Are definitely party girls too. <laughs> and every Texas girl is a party girl, That's right? right. Yeah. yeah. So we want to know what's the craziest party you've ever been to. Lord. I know it's, it took, I, I know I was trying to think too, for me, but I mean, there were a lot of crazy parties. I don't think this is for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I but can actually recall do- high school doing something really, thank God there were no phones. Right. No, right. right. Gosh. Um, I, I mean, I'll say one of my favorite memories of New York city. Cause you know, living there for almost uh, in the New York area for 20 years was partying 
in New York City and, and staying out until the sun oh, yes. was up. Yeah. And the sky was so electric I did that blue. a lot in New York too. <laughs> I know. It's so easy to do because- yeah. It yeah, never the city never sleeps. Well, then there's city always like a great deli on the corner too, where you can go get breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I used to love going from building to building on the rooftop. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, from party to party. I don't even remember. It was just I just Are we remember just jumping from we were just <laughs> jumping, re parking yeah. over to the next building. <laughs> I think so. I Is just, it parquet parkour? Not parquet. Those are floors. <laughs> We did oh, have those are really floors. cool wood floors. It par- parkour oh, right. is where you like right. do gymnastics off of buildings. Right. If Simone can is into parkour, then she just really went up a notch on my. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, no, man. I don't do parkour, but I think I could. Yeah, <laughs> do you do yoga? I used to do a ton of yoga. Yeah. I will say, becoming a CEO with yeah. a startup has diminished a lot of my wellness yeah. activities. I'm trying to get back to it. Yeah. And isn't that the irony of it all, right? I, I mean, you're really just trying to spread wellness to other people at the sa- at the sacrifice of your own. So I'm going to tell you right now, you need to make some you time for you. I know. I actually just booked my first therapist appointment for next week. And I'm like so yeah. excited. Good for you. Right. Yeah. You're exactly. big proponents of self-care. And yeah. we think that there's not enough of it. And especially Women. over the generations, like our, our moms, like they didn't take care of themselves as they should have mm-hmm. because they didn't feel like they had the time. Right. And the energy was put into other people. And we want to stop that cycle. Part of the reason we do this, we talk to other people about their moms and the sacrifices they made to you know, shed light and awareness on moms who might not have necessarily taken that time to self-care and always gave to other people because they weren't living in the age of more of health and wellness. Awareness. Yeah. Awareness. Yeah. Awareness. Consciousness. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, we like to do rapid fire questions with our guests. Okay. So I love that. Great. We want to know. Let me have a sip of coffee yes. or bloody. Get, get, get some liquid courage. We've got we've got water here. We've got coffee. We've got seltzers. We've got bloodies. I mean, we got it all. And no food. And I was no like, food. do we bring food? Do we put food out? And then I was like, oh, I don't know. I know. I don't know what she eats. Gluten-free croissants? No. No. no I but wish. I do. I have that cinnamon bread that is not gluten-free downstairs. <laughs> and it's not sugar-free. Yeah, that's free. <laughs> Tell us what your favorite kitchen tool is. A knife? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is the best. No, I know. I just got new uh, Japanese knives for Mother's Day. I asked for that. That's what I wanted. Okay. And Whitney yeah. was just almost had an orgasm the other day cooking. She's like, oh my God, they're so sharp. Well, you've answered our second question, which was of the four flavors of your vodka seltzers, which is your favorite one. But I believe you said the... I love the passion fruit the passion pear. Fruit I mean, pear. our tequila seltzers are coming out and then oh. those, oh my God, I'm just yeah? dying. I love those even more than When these. can we expect to see them? Probably at the end of the year for a spring launch of 24. Okay. okay. Great. Yeah. How many flavors? So four flavors. And now I'm a lot better at flavoring these kinds of drinks. Uh-huh. So they're going to be that much better. That's fine. Must be a really creative process to get in there and get to... Yeah, it is fun. That's the most, that's the funnest part of this business. It happens like once a year, yeah, once every two years. (laughs) (laughs) We can't wait for that. We we love tequila. Yeah, absolutely. What is the best overall botanical for anti-aging? Oh, good question. I think all women want to know that one. (laughs) I mean, I think Mm anti-inflammatories are really important. Yeah. 
So while although goji berries are good for skin and for anxiety and for um, also good for like a blood tonic, Mm -hmm. I think for an anti-aging, I mean, there are specific ones. So when you think about skin, in traditional medicine, it's about your breath work, right. and your lungs, because you're breathing oxygen into your into your uh, into your body, mm-hmm. and that comes out. It's kind of like the inner glow. Mm-hmm. So any so there's actually a herb called um, so in Chinese it's Baiha Artisimus. It's actually lily bulb. Lily bulb. I'm re- I'll remember that one. Yeah. So you know these aren't very common, but if you go to an herbalist, they will. Totally know what that is, how to get it, what where to put it, and what kind of uh, what kinds of remedies. But I would say lily bulb is great for the skin. Okay, and not many people use it. But well, you've mentioned goji berries a lot. So when you, if we can't drink your seltzers or your vodka early in the morning, and we want to get, you know, <laughs> we want the benefits of goji berries. How else do you recommend taking it? So I will make a ginger goji berry lemon tea. Mm. So I. Cut up ginger, mm-hmm. which is also a great anti-inflammatory, yes. has a lot of zinc in it, mm-hmm. uh, great for your immune system, for those people who have low immunity or have young kids. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing it a lot when my kids were young because they're just yeah. petri dishes. Oh, yes. I get sick all the time from these kids. Yeah, so, I don't get sick because I don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know, it's just great for your immune system yeah. and great for like a so I worked in cancer for a long time. Right. So your immune system is everything to fight cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I cut up ginger. I boil it for like five minutes okay. because you really need to get the ginger out, mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. great ingredients. And then I put goji berries and then I cut up a lemon, make sure it's organic for the peel. Mm-hmm. And I put the whole thing in there. Mm. And then it's like a sweet and spicy Interesting. Tea. So the, oh, the goji that. berries add the sweetness. The goji berries add the sweetness and that has all the great anti-inflammatory, anti-oxidant uh, mm-hmm. skin glow. So that's, yeah, I'll do that Ooh, when I, I have love time. That sounds, sounds really good. Maybe we should put that, we'll put that up on our website too. Yes, that sounds delicious. Yeah, Simone's Wellness Tea. Yeah, yes. I love that. Unless love you have it. a different name for it. No, I love that. <laughs> and our last question is, any advice for women who want to start their own business? Don't do it. <laughs> I did see that coming out of your mouth. <laughs> the look on her face <laughs> could have been more positive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, Probably. it's rewarding. Uh, I'm not a balanced life right now. I'll just be honest. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, we like truth. Yeah. I mean, business advice. Oh, gosh. Really make sure it's something that you believe in. Right. Yeah. Really make sure it's something that you care about and can stand up and talk about on a platform for 24 You're hours of so the day. so right. I couldn't agree more. And raise money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> raise lots of money. No. Yes. But yeah, starting your own business is all, it's like a child. It's like, mm-hmm. if you, it's like putting a tattoo on your face. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you don't. If you're like, maybe not really, or, you know, it's like getting a dog. It's you like fully commit. You have to fully commit. You can't be 100%. like, oh, I only want the dog, you know, on the weekends. Right. No. Nope. Right. <laughs> or on the weekends. You got to be all in. You got to be all in and really love it. Yeah. Well, we're, we, we couldn't agree more. And we thank you so much for being here today. This was a great conversation, great drinks. Courtney, thank you, Whitney. It was like one of the most delicious episodes we've had. It because really we got is. to drink Samples. all these amazing I know. Things. We need to have more people on with 
drinks Alcoholic or beverages. food so that <laughs> we can, you know, eat and drink while we're recording. Simone, tell our audience where they can find your delicious beverages um, and where they can find you and follow you. Oh, thanks. Okay. So depending on what state, because alcohol is very tricky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Target, Whole Foods, Walmart. Great. Total one and more. Um, some states don't allow you to buy spirits in grocery stores, mm-hmm. uh, Texas. like Texas, yeah. but we could, you could buy it at total wine in Texas. Yes. Um, and then, oh, our Instagram is at plant loves you. And at that's the website you. too. www.plantloves. Plants love you. They do. You know, and we vegetables love, plants. love you. Yeah. Plants love you. Herbs love, love you. Vodka loves you. Yeah. <laughs> Grass vodka loves you. <laughs> well, and I will say too that you can go to Simone's site, Plant Loves You, and you can put your zip code in and it will show you where you can buy the right. beverages. Yeah. So, exactly. all right. Well, we will end with how we always end. Sis, love you. Love your show. I love you. I love your show. Thank you, Simone. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. So fun. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already and feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com.